The all-American half pound sweet pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, reggae, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I'm Adrian Madoc, and we're in a band, the Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And we have propelled ourselves to episode number... 105. 105 of Singles Going Steady. Mm -hmm. And the single today? It's uh, kind of an out-of-world, out-of-body experience single. It's by the amazing Grace Jones, and it's her single My Jamaican Guy from 1982 on Island Records um, from the Living My Life album. And Grace Jones, people may know, uh, if they don't remember her as a recording artist, may remember her as an actress. Yes. Right, because she spent, uh, was in a few notable films in the mm-hmm. 90s and, yes. and the aughts, or whatever you call the, the 2000s, right. the first decades mm-hmm. uh, of she, the 2000s. I know she was in Conan the, the Destroyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, whatever she's in, I'm yeah. sure she's destroying it. Yes, exactly. She's just a formidable person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a career as a model. A very, um, very successful career as a model. For Wilhelmina Agency. Everyone. Took yeah. her around mm-hmm. the world. Yves um, Saint Laurent, um, that uh, very famous Japanese designer. Kenzo. I yes. really mm-hmm. loved Kenzo in right. the late mm-hmm. 70s. Yes. So He, he did the, the mm-hmm. um, big bag looking dress. I'll right. post a link for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace is actually from Jamaica. Uh, her parents moved to New York, and uh, and the part of New York that you don't think of, like a world class model moving to, right? No, like no. to to upstate New York. Right, right, exactly. Her dad was a pastor in an apostolic church. They were a very seriously religious family. Yeah, so that makes her a PK, right? A pastor's kid, and we all know about them, right? Yes, nothing but trouble. (laughs) And she definitely broke away. Um, Just striking looks. I mean, obviously, if you're a model... You know, but but uh, Grace in particular is just an, an amazing. She's a work of art to look at. Yeah, she yeah. is. She's there's, just there's no, no doubt, a spectacular-looking person. Yes, um, but that's not why we're here. We're here no. because she makes great records. She did make some amazing music. There was a whole period from the early '70s till the '80s where they tried to break her as a disco queen. Um, she was part of the Studio 54 scene and. There was a bunch of lame disco records, to be honest. Finally, Chris Blackwell at Island Records got her to kind of go back to the roots, and uh, she started recording records down at Compass Point in the Bahamas with the Compass Point All-Stars, which included Sly Dunbar on drums and Robbie Shakespeare on bass. 
considered the best reggae duo um, in the world, um, and definitely the, one, some of the best sidemen in the world. And uh, she recorded three albums with them. This is the third, the last of the trilogy. Um, it's called Living My Life. And the single is My Jamaican Guy, written by Grace herself. Yeah, so Grace was, you know, you talk about people being a triple threat. I mean, she was yes. just like a, um, she, there didn't seem to be anything she couldn't do. No, I no. Mean, fearless. You know, and, you know, she could act, mm-hmm. she could model, mm-hmm. she could write songs, she could mm-hmm. perform songs. And she did kind of performance art, too, as well, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the way she put some of her material across. Um, she did a whole show with a whole cadre of Grace Jones lookalikes. Yeah, so, I, you know, and part of that, I mean, she had an early partnership uh, of many, um, right. on many levels with a, a well-known visual artist from France, uh, Jean-Paul Gude. Mm. And, um, you know, th- th- they sort of inspired each other. Right, and that extremely iconic photo on the cover of Living My Life with a... Her, 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 the picture of Grace and her hair is all cut. The picture is actually cut, so it's all angles. And she looks like she has a flat head, and she's got a um, like a band-aid plaster on her, like she's been boxing, and she's got beads of sweat on her forehead. It's just wow, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and you know, and he's still a well-known photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, Kim Kardashian cover of Paper magazine that was oh he did that one yeah that was supposed to break the internet. Uh-huh. That was a Jean Paul. Oh, okay, wow, that's I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's listen to the song Grace Jones from 1982 with the Compass Point All Stars. Um, it's uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. It's called My Jamaican Guy, Island Records.
So there it goes. Um, supposedly that's reggae or dub. Um, it seems to be a lot more futuristic to me. Yeah. yeah. You get a little, it's not quite Afrofuturism. Right. It's just, yeah. you know, but, it, but certainly has got that, mm-hmm. that it seems like an alien. It doesn't you know? sound like Bob Marley. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. It's got the swing. It's got the reggae swing, obviously, but it's got all these synths on it. And it's got all kinds of percussion. And, um, you know, it, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love this song, and I really love this record. I, I, I got this record right when it came out, and uh, I played it a lot. It was because I was like, Grace Jones? Do I like Grace Jones? And and something about this record really grabbed me. And, right. and just... Um, uh, Kind of like with the Brothers Johnson, you know, it was, right. it was so well done and so different than what I'm used to listening to. Yeah. So um, I, I really wore it out, and uh, I think this is a great single. Uh, it's because it's got that kind of um, uh, jaunty reggae thing, and then the keyboards, and then the, the insistent bass and drums. Yeah, insistent and, is the mm-hmm. whole that they's just driven mm-hmm. into your brain. And Grace is just you know powering it with her vo- vocal. You know, she's not a traditional singer. She doesn't need to be. Um, she kind of um, proto raps her way through it a little bit, and but it, it's perfect. Yeah, for it. it works. I mean, it really does work. It really, quite something. Um, so this um, record has like seven or eight songs on it, and five of them were singles. And this particular single did very well, and the record did very well. I think it sold 400,000 copies. Um, it was the last one she did at Compass Point, 
and she kind of went on not doing as much music, doing you know doing some the performance art and things like that. Um, she she hasn't quit though. She wrote an amazing book that I'm going to talk about in a little bit when we get to the recommendations. Um, is there anything else about this single we want to talk about? Well, it's just I mean it stands on its own. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, but I think. To overlook Grace Jones mm-hmm. would be um, a shame. Right? Yeah, there's that a lot of lot of stuff you can check out, not just this record. Um, there's nightclubbing and all that, and uh, um, she's um, she's got her own thing going on in in the same way as like Patti Smith did, you right? Know, in a whole different way. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's easy to dismiss. Some people may dismiss her because she is just this exotic almost yeah. otherworldly beauty yeah you know it, it seems um people don't like uh mm-hmm. like it when someone's so beautiful also right. talented right. right i mean but she's incredibly smart and savvy and super and interesting right yes. and mm-hmm. and you've got this, this really um music that's not like anything else that came right. before it exactly um, it's like straight from the mothership. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. It, it, that would be the closest analogy I could yeah, have. Right. Is that she's got that that genius that's sort of like that. This is Jamaican funkadelic in some ways. Right. Jamaican funkadelic via Mars. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I love it though. Love it very much. Can you hear anybody covering this? You know, I was thinking uh, about. Um, Maybe Nona Hendrix. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 as bad as. Um, yeah, she's she's as bad, and she's got, but mm-hmm. she's got pipes that won't quit, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she not, would put that that yeah, spin on it, the, the I, singing spin on it, right? And you know, mm-hmm. I I was lucky enough to see her at Moogfest, mm-hmm. and she she was incredible. Yeah, you know, and again, I would like to see maybe mm-hmm. what she would do with. Um, mm-hmm. My Jamaican that would girl. be good. That would be. Good. I was thinking much wider and uh, more reggae influenced. I was thinking um, it might be interesting to Madness do it yeah. <laughs> with Suggs kind of rapping the the lyrics and a little bit of a uh, Buster approach to it. Right, right. Uh, right. Put, make it more uh, Jamaica e. Uh, yeah, Jamaica e. Exactly. Jamaican. Um, do you have a recommendation for this this episode? Hmm. I don't know that I have a recommendation. Okay. Well, I, I certainly do. Um, I had um, I have been able to read Grace Jones's book, which is cleverly titled "I'll Never Write My Memoirs." Um, she did it with Paul Morley, the the British journalist, and it's uh, it's a long book. There's a lot going on in it. Um, very religious upbringing, a lot of rebellion, um, a lot of crazy stuff. She did a lot of crazy things. I mean, she was at Studio 54 yeah. in the late 70s. I'm sure yeah, that yeah. the things went into her body. Yeah, she said she would She would try anything once, and that's, that's saying a lot back then. And just interesting to see how her mind works. She, she's very dismissive of some of the new singers, and I guess she's earned the right to be that way. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Um, but it is a good story about, you know, a woman, an immigrant woman, you know, a woman of color, really coming up and just take it over. Being you know? a global sensation yes, in absolutely. several fields. Yes, and, and, and global is right because she's huge in Europe and Germany and, and you know, everywhere, you know. Yeah. Um, Grace is, is a phenomenon. And 
uh, still at it, from what I understand. Uh, I, th- I think I saw something she was playing. Yeah, she was walked the catwalk recently, yes, and, yeah. it'd be, and people and were just cops now because you know th- th- that everybody could tell it was Grace Jones. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Grace Jones could have been thirty years ago. Exactly, exactly. So good for her. Good for her. So that's been our uh, episode today. Singles going steady. One hundred and five. Uh, the amazing Grace Jones, my Jamaican guy from 1982 on Island Records. Please check it out if you haven't heard uh, that Grace Jones record or any of that era Grace Jones. And, and just be glad you're living on the planet at the same time that Grace Jones is exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. Because she's visiting from somewhere else, that's pretty sure. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Soon. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for for sharp people. people.